Welcome to Control C, the podcast where friends get together to discuss, enjoy, and tear apart movies. On this episode, we will be discussing The Revenant, directed by Alejandro Inito, released December 25th, 2015. On today's panel, we have Teresa. Yes. <laughs> Lindsay. Here. Ray. Present. And Chris. President. <laughs> I am Kristen, and I will be your host for today. <clears throat> All right. So this movie is about... <clears throat> well, I can't reach my notes. <laughs> I, I feel like before she really launches into anything, we should probably let the listeners know that we're already having kind of a group giggle attack. <laughs> oh gosh, yes, so, yes, mass, mass hilarity. It basically just started. Over, it, st- it did start over though. How to pronounce his name, didn't it? Yes, yes, yeah, yes it pretty did. much. It was. It if, was. If by any chance you ever hear this director, Mister, what your name Inarito. is, we are very sorry. Inya, yes. Inya, Inarito. Alejandro Gonzalez Inarito, we apologize. You are amazing. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just said horrible. that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I basically picked this movie because Leonardo DiCaprio finally won an Oscar. Yep. And I was like, okay, this movie got an Oscar from Leonardo that hasn't been able to get one before. I've got to see this movie. I mean, I personally think he deserved it way. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Ago, definitely. And that's what and that's what threw me off about this movie because I'm like, okay, he great? has done some amazing shows before, um, and I'm like, and he got one for this. I'm like, okay, I've yeah. got to see this show if it was that amazing that this actor who's had plenty that should have gotten plenty of chances before finally got one, right? And I was, one of the comments that me and Chris had made while we were watching this movie was, so he got an Oscar for laying there and being quiet, basically. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, which takes a lot of effort and everything. So I'm like, I was just kind of, I mean, I, 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 I do find that hilarious. The fact that I he's do. done absolutely everything. <clears throat> He's done, he's run around, he's done this, he's done that, but he gets it from laying around. <laughs> I thought he should have got one for What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Yeah, there <clears throat> there should have been other other opportunities, but it just shocked me that he got Blood it. Diamond. And he really didn't say yeah. a whole lot. There wasn't a much, I mean, there was passion in this acting, I could That's tell that. Was. See, the yeah. thing is that he passion. showed absolutely every possible human emotion, mm-hmm. and he gave the audiences every possible human emotion without that you can have throughout much. this movie. Exactly, yeah. without yeah. barely saying yeah. anything. Particularly, I mean, and I'm sure we'll get to him, but the, the the very gruesome scene of his son, which we'll get to in more detail later, that scene alone made you hurt with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was difficult to watch. Yes. What, when he fell asleep on his dead kid? Yes. Well, I wasn't even talking about that. I was trying to not spoil the whole thing about the son being dead until later, but yes, when his son gets murdered. That whole that that scene right there was just yeah, not being able to do anything and just watching it. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Being there, watching, and not being able to move. Yeah, that's I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. And that was that was. I mean, I could see why he got it finally. Yeah. <clears throat> Again, I was sad that he finally got it, but out you of watching sad or you were this, sad that he hadn't gotten it before. That he got that he hasn't gotten before. No, oh, okay. But actually watching this scene, I was like, yep, this is what made him get this Oscar because it was just amazing. 
I was surprised. But mm. I was, one of the other things I was surprised about was the bear attack. I mean, I know that this whole thing was in regards to a man surviving a bear attack right. and everything. But I was just surprised that it happened so early on. Yeah, I thought that was going to be like a second, third act type of thing, but not. Oh, you know. no. The the bear attack is what spa- spurs on the whole story. Yeah. yeah. It is the story. And that's what I actually did not even read what the story was about or anything like that. I had no clue what this yeah. movie was about. I just, he won an Oscar. I've got to watch it. Right. <clears throat> so when we did, I was like, wow, I was surprised that, that that scene happened so early. And then when I read the thing, I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. I actually, um, unsurprisingly, read the book. <laughs> um, you don't say. Really? I know. Did you really? Totally shocked. Oh, my God. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the, and even in the book, they basically start out with, he's, the very first part that you read is he's already been attacked, and um, he's watching Bridger and Fitzgerald leave him. And then, um, then they go back to the actual attack, and and um, then they tell it from Fitzgerald and Bridger's perspective. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it happens like right there at the very beginning of the book. Yeah, so I can understand. Like I said, once I read what it was about, I was like, "Ooh, okay, makes sense." Yeah. But it just shocked me that it happened so quickly in the movie, and I was like, "What are they going to do for the rest of the hour? Are they just going to lay there?" Basically. The answer was yes. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It was some of the most powerful freaking you know laying there ever. movie making or acting that I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> one of the biggest things, one of the biggest changes from book to movie, um, <clears throat> was the fact that there's no, he doesn't have a kid in the book. That whole storyline is not there. Hmm. Doesn't exist. Well, I it's just it. completely spurred on by the revenge of them leaving him to die. So, uh, good question. So, I looked up some some information, and I'll pull up some a little bit later, too. But one of the biggest things that surprised me was supposedly this guy was a pirate. Mm-hmm. With, is that part of the story, that he's yep. actually a pirate? Yes, he's a pirate. He, um... He would... He traveled all over the world, all over the country. <laughs> Exploring all this stuff, but he, um, yeah, he was a pirate for a good long time. So I wonder what made them change the storyline from a pirate to a pioneer. Well, no, oh, no, 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 sorry, let me. He was always a pioneer, he just happened to be a pirate first. Yeah, Ah, he was a pirate at some point in his life, and then he went and became a pioneer doing the first became a land pirate. pirate. (laughs) Basically, (laughs) land shark. Land shark. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, Left shark? Candy What? Left shark from Katy Perry's Super Bowl thing. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, so what do you guys think of this movie overall? Um, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Amazing fucking visuals. True. The yeah. cinematography was beautiful. The biggest thing I read is that the director refused to film in anything but natural light. And I am sure that everybody hated him for it. But, oh my God, how beautiful is that movie? Absolutely. It was, it was beautiful. There's no, no way any production lighting would have made that movie look as beautiful as it looked. Mm-hmm. No way in hell. No, definitely not. And I saw that some days they only had about four to six hours to record because winter days are shorter, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> So to 
purposely make your filming more of a pain in the ass, mm -hmm. but to give you that sort of value and quality at the end, that shit was beautiful. Hashtag no filter. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was really beautiful. When I see movies like that that have that kind of scenery, it makes me want to go to those places. And then I don't because I remember there's bears. <laughs> <laughs> well, you this remember one... there's bears and you're not Leo that can survive apparently anything because the fucker's indestructible. <laughs> yeah, that not bear scene, Titanic. though. That... It's, it's, it's even, yeah, apparently it takes the Titanic, but I, I wrote it some. That's one of my notes. Does this fucker ever die? Oh, he no. does. <laughs> Yeah, from old age, peacefully in his sleep. Just like he told Rose. <laughs> but first he had to become Gatsby. <laughs> and that'll lead us to our another movie we're doing. And he was in Wall Street. Never saw that one. I haven't seen that one either. Um, does anybody know if they won any awards for, for the cinematography or anything like that? I, or direction? Or... I think I they did. I think there was some kind of, you know, technical filming type award, but I'm not sure. But I'm sure Chris will tell us because he's got the phone out. Oh, yeah. I got my phone out. I'm looking it up. You guys vamp while, while I... he's looking. Does anybody <laughs> remember Leonardo DiCaprio from Growing Pains? No. No. <laughs> really? There was, was there an episode that he was in? Like oh, he no, was, no. He was, he a, was a recurring character. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. with he his little 90s skater boy haircut and his little striped t-shirt. See, and I watched Growing Pains. I don't remember. That. He was like, that. was he? Was he a fan? Yeah, he was. He was like the middle child or something, wasn't he? No, he wasn't. No, he, was the, he, was he was one of the friends. Yeah, like <clears throat> a trouble. He was a troubled child. Yeah. All right. So I found it. This is ridiculous. How many awards is one? <laughs> <clears throat> Academy Award for Best Actor. Academy Award for Best Director. Academy Award for Best Cinematography. Golden Globe for Best Director. Golden Award for Best Motion Picture. BAFTA Award for Best Actor in a Leading Role. BAFTA Award for Best Film. Golden Globe Award for Best Actor. Screen Actors Guild Award for Outstanding something. It doesn't tell me the whole thing. Uh, ACTA International Award for Best Actor. MTV Movie Award for Best Male Performance. BAFTA Award for Best Sound. Satellite Award for Best Actor. BAFTA Award for Best Direction. Directors Guild of America Award for Outstanding... Something else. For Outstanding <laughs> Directing. Uh, da, 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 da. And just lost me. Uh, BAFTA Award for Best Cinematography. Critics' Choice Award for Best Actor, Empire Award for Best Film, Broadcast Film Critics Association Award uh, for Best uh, Actor, American Society of Cinematographer Award uh, for Outstanding Achievement in Cinematography and Theatrical Releases. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, critics' Choice. Oh, no, wait. I read that, read that one. And finally, ADG Excellence in Production Design Award. So there was a lot this of awards. This movie was massively awarded for a very good freaking reason. It made up for all the years that Leonardo DiCaprio didn't win anything because he won everything. Yeah. Yes, he did. Sounds like it. Yeah, I know. Was, I was. Really there were scenes. I mean, I was. Granted, I was a little tired too watching this movie. <laughs> but the scenes watching him just the pan out of the landscapes right. and everything like that. The 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 visual of this and the music behind it and everything like that was just so soothing. Yeah. It knocked me out several times. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then I was like, oh my God, did you see that? And at one point I turned around and I was like, oh my God, that wolf attack though. She goes, yeah. <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> yeah, that wolf attack was slide. awesome, this wasn't it? Yeah, it was like, can I you believe it? Asleep during. He, <laughs> yes, it was. He survived <laughs> the bear attack, the wolf attack. She's like, yeah. I, I think I slept through that part. <laughs> At least I admitted it, okay? But, you know, I was, I mean, and I want to say that this movie wasn't, it wasn't boring. It wasn't. I was just so <laughs> tired, okay? One of the things. But I was also, the scenery was just so soothing that right. it literally just knocked me out several times. That. <laughs> But overall, I was just very impressed with the movie. I, I mean, I loved it from start to go. It was just beautiful visually. Said, and his acting was amazing because it was. <laughs> but, I'm going over my notes and seriously, it says um, it starts with the bear mauling. The movie just started. What the fuck? <laughs> that was one of my comments, too. That it I happened, have. what, like 17 minutes into the movie or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Somewhere along much. the lines. It was just like it was barely building up. I just I knew there was a bear attack. I just did not expect it to be the beginning. I just yeah. I really I knew wasn't. There was one, but I, did, I wasn't expecting it to be like that viscerally assaulting. Like you could hear flesh ripping and mm-hmm. yeah. grunting and awesome. snorting. I and I was like, that, that's though. freaking that was, awesome. Yep. That was my favorite. They went one and above for every possible detail you could possibly go. Yeah, yeah. But there was a part. I don't know if it was just the scene itself or the visual on our end, not the movie's end. But the bear just did not look right. There was like one or two scenes, and I was just like, "I mean, granted, yes, it's all it's CGI, so there's only so much you can do. do." But considering considering they're in a natural location. And superimposing a computer-generated bear that's flinging a human being around. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. probably about as real as you're gonna get. Yeah, and I mean, and I wasn't even really disappointed about that. I was yeah. just like, oh, yep, there's a CGI bear. I mean, it was one of those things that I, I just can thought see. it was yeah. really cool knowing that there wasn't actually a bear there, but seeing how he was getting flung around from place to place. Right. It made my brain hurt because I'm like, okay, I want to see the behind the scenes of what kind of apparatus they put him in yeah. to make that yeah. happen. Yeah, it would be kind of amazing to see what happens. But then there were the moments when he looked like the bear from Brave. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Disney bear. Okay, back to real bear. (laughs) Yeah, there was a few things. And it was just kind of funny. I'm sitting there watching this bear attack. And the only thing I can think of is like, man, that ass is shaking a whole lot. (laughs) The bear's jiggly ass. The bear's jiggly ass. I'm like, I shouldn't be laughing at this scene. (laughs) Like, what the? I can honestly say I did not notice the bear's jiggly ass. I guess I mean I'm used to my own, so I just want to say what kind of perverts are y'all looking at bear's ass? Well, thank you. PETA, please do not contact us. They, they, they don't did not know what they were doing. We were we were aware that it was a CGI, okay. I was fully aware of what I was doing. I don't know how to respond to that. I'm not surprised. <laughs> So, um, Teresa, what did you think of it? I, at first I found it like the, the pre bear attack. I was like, okay, when's the bear going to get the guy? When's the bear going to get the guy? (laughs) And there were some times afterwards where I felt like it kind of, I don't know if it was supposed to be building anticipation, but for me it was building frustration because I'm like, would you kill them already? Would you get back at them already? I wanted to see him do bad things to them. Kill who? 
The people that left him, the people that killed his kid. Oh, yeah, I want that Fitzgerald motherfucker to be dead so oh, bad throughout the entire so thing. I'm so frustrated. I'm like, could you just get him? I just want to see him die in a terrible, horrible, I spit on your grave kind of way. Yes. yes. So you and have been very disappointed with the book because he doesn't die in the book. How much? Excuse me, what? Are you serious? Well, but again, <laughs> at the same time, think of it this way. She already said he had no son in the book. Yeah. Therefore, Fitzgerald cannot murder her son in the book. Yeah, true. However, we want Fitzgerald dead mostly because he killed his son in the movie. Yep. So it would make sense. Yeah. 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 So uh, the book has him, you know, finally getting to the fort and, you know, finding everybody. He forgives the little kid. Not the little kid, but the teenager, the young mm-hmm. guy. Forgives him more or less the same way. Um, it's a little bit more... Um, there's no finding the water canteen. That whole thing where they where they realized he was alive and then they went looking for him. Yeah. That never happened in the book. It was he f- went to the fort, realized that they were there, beat the bejesus out of that kid, and right as he's about to kill him, has a change of heart because the kid's sitting there sobbing and crying and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and he's like, oh well, you know, he's a kid and he was following orders. And that whole part that you know that happened, but then when it came to Fitzgerald, um, he goes to attack him. And all of the other guys on the fort are essentially jump in to make it stop. Then they put him on trial for leaving him to die. And Fitzgerald basically plays, oh, well, guys, you know, he was delirious. He was dying. We thought we were doing the right thing. You know, we thought he was dead. We left him. And no, we didn't steal his stuff. What, what are you talking about? And essentially, he starts to get away with it. So... Glass shoots Fitzgerald and like tries to like climb over all the people at the trial to go get him, and they all hold him back, and he ends up forgiving him in the end too. Yeah. So basically, you're telling me the the movie, the sorry, the book would have made me shoot myself. Probably, Great. it was very irritating. I am glad it did not read. It. <laughs> he wouldn't have won an Oscar for that crap. No, no, he wouldn't have. No. Well, maybe he would have for being like the most patient fucker in the world. Maybe. Or the biggest wuss in the world. A little bit of both. Them anyway. but, I mean, also, too, he looked like he was very spiritual. You know, he looked like he... Because, I mean, the whole scene with the woman floating. I, you know, at first I was like, okay, this is just weird. Yeah. And I guess, is it his wife? I, that, was the it... Implica- that was the implication when I was watching it. That's what I got. Yeah. <laughs> but that was his wife. But... Okay. So I have a question that I'm hoping somebody can answer. Because okay. I looked it up. With you reading the book, it might be helpful. Sure. What is the deal with the bird that comes out of her chest when the wife is killed? No idea, because he wasn't married in the book. God, the oh book my sucks. <laughs> the book sucks, just flat out. It really wasn't that bad. The only good part about the book, he's a pirate. There's also Aww. no Indian right? that helps him along the way. There's also no crawling oh, into the horse carcass. That, I like that part. I was like, who's Star Wars? He climbed into a dead horse. Okay. <laughs> so I I googled, you know, the true story aspect of it, and right. I wish I wish I would have found this sooner. But the headline is the real story of the Revenant is far weirder and bloodier than the movie. Um, Hugh Glass was a middle-aged pirate who had abandoned ship, dodged two tribes of cannibals, only to witness his friend being roasted alive, and then things turned really nasty. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Not quite bad yet. Let's see. He was alive. He survived a grisly attack, and he died. There's no evidence he had a Native American wife or girlfriend or that he had a son or that he plunged off a cliff or gutted and climbed into a dead horse. He lived in Pennsylvania. Um, he was in his 30s when pirates attacked his ship, and the pirate offered Glass a choice. He offered him the dead pirate, Rob dread pirate Robert's choice. Either join or I'll kill you. Um... So, of course, he joined. After a year of pillaging, kidnapping, killing, and the like, Glass and another pirate jumped overboard and swam toward what is now Galveston, the primitive headquarters of Jean Lafitte, who, it turned out, was Glass's pirate boss's boss. So he was a double underling of Lafitte. Um, they went to New Orleans. Um, they took special care to avoid the East. The Karen were notorious for eating settlers. So there's one tribe of cannibals that he avoided um they were captured later by a pawnee but that tribe of pawnee regularly offered human sacrifices to the god of the morning star they stripped and tied glass's friend to a stake as glass watched they stuck slivers of resinous pine into his friend's flesh oh. then lit them when it was glass's turn he bowed before the chief then reached into his pocket produced a vial of cinnabar cinnabar it was used for war paint. The chief okay. was impressed. Cinnabar? Is that like cinnamon or something else? Um, no, cinnabar is a flaky red mineral found in Texas. Interesting. Um, somehow the pirate turned mutineer, turned fugitive, escaped the flaming porcupine treatment, <laughs> and became an honorary Pawnee. Wait, he escaped a flaming porcupine treatment? That's what it says. <laughs> I know that's what it says, but I want to pause for a minute so I can laugh about it. Um, after two years, he headed east. Um... He placed an ad in the Missouri Republican, looking to find 100 men to pack up and leave everything and go into the Rocky Mountains to trap beaver. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were trapping beaver. <laughs> That's how he ends up with a son. See, the book happened before. Uh, so he basically go. was a, like this swashbuckling land pirate. Yep. And then he met the bear. Yep, and then he met the bear. <laughs> then he met the bear. I like that. When you say that he met the bear, it basically means it's not. He met the bear and they hook up. And they had a life together. And they lived in peace. He was That's what it's standing, wrong kind he of was bear. He ate him, but he ate him in that way. He was standing <laughs> in a bear. <laughs> when old Ephraim, that's what mountain men back then called grizzlies, charged. Glass shot her with his rifle. It was a good shot, but old Ephraim kept charging. And then there goes the torso meat out of his butt, tossed the meal to her cubs. Oh, so here's here's the other here's one of the things in the book that they uh, didn't necessarily put in the movie. In the book, half of basically half of his scalp and face kind of get removed, but you know it's a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. so they're not going to take off half of his face. Fuck no, he's way too pretty. I know exactly, but it would have made it better. Yes, it would have. It would have been awesomer. Well, them tearing away his shoulder. And... Yeah, I mean, the movie was pretty gruesome enough. To be honest, yeah, I'm surprised real. they left what they left. So here's a, here's a fun bit of disgustingness. Um, in the book, they also describe um, him having to have maggots removed from his open wounds in his back. Oh. So in, in real life, as he was crawling back, before he started his crawl back to the fort... One of his legs was broken. His throat had been so badly mangled he'd never speak in the same voice again. He lied. He laid next to a stream for five days, subsisting on a large rattlesnake he killed with a sharp stone. Yep, that was in the book. Um, what article are you reading from there, dear? 
HollywoodReporter.com. Thank you for the subtle reminder. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for. He, he, he apparently also ate some Kickapoo dogs. Kickapoo? Kickapoo, Kickapoo. is a tribe of indigenous American mm. peoples. He ate them? He, he ate, ate dogs. dogs. See, that's, see, um, here's the I'm not surprised. I mean, back then, and the, you ate what you found. Yeah. The yeah. Kickapoo, though, revered dogs, believing they had spirits like humans. Bottle-feathered dogs kept their paws from the dusty ground, washed, swaddled, and sang to them. They also ate puppy stew. Well, I mean, it's more nutritious that way. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got through it without laughing. He ate a buffalo that was being ravaged by the yep. wolves. That I saw in so, the movie. Uh, I woke up to that scene. They... No, 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 no. He did that on his own in the book. Um, he set some shit on fire and scared the wolves away. Mm. But he didn't. <laughs> so there were wolves in the book. <laughs> there were wolves in the book. Ah. <laughs> but they didn't, <laughs> didn't work. Though. We were watching the movie. Uh, yeah, whatever. There were wolves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pregnant pause. <laughs> That's right. As long as no one gets pregnant during the pause, we'll be all right. Reading, Whoa, reading. That'd be fucking reading. creepy. So, what actually happened to Glass afterwards? He tried his hand at trading in New Mexico, went back to trapping. Um, then, when trapping dried up, he started getting involved with the wagon trains. Um, civilization came. Fitzgerald was never heard from again. Bridger established the first resupply post in Oregon, California, the Mormon Trails. Glass endured. He told stories about the old days. Um, he went on to live at Fort Cass. Then uh, he was living at Fort Garrison. He worked as a hunter procuring meat um, for John yep. Jacob Astor. Jingle Hammer Schmidt. His name is my <laughs> name, too. Whenever we go out, the people always shout. Wait, is this song copywritten? Uh, I think it's public domain by now because it's so old. You, I would imagine. I, I don't know. Is so, anybody else having so OCD issues by out. not finishing the song? So in 1833, he and two other hunters leave the fort looking to kill a bear or two. They didn't get far. They made it across the Yellowstone River. They took Glass's clothes and his gear, then they scalped him. He had grown careless and he had grown old. Goodness gracious. That poor dude. I don't know. Well, that's what Chris is like. This is a movie about his bad luck. I'm like, yep. yep. Yeah, that's, that's basically what it is. The dude and his bad luck and what he happens and how he survived through it. But what a crazy, crazy life for one person to have. Yeah. Sea pirate. You're captured by pirates and you're given the opportunity to become a pirate or join like the, the gutted men, women, and children bobbing in the water. And you're like, dude, I think I'll be a pirate. Fuck, I'd be a pirate for way less. Yeah, he would right? be. Right? <laughs> like, pirates would come ashore and be like, yeah, we're here to rummage. Can I join? Shotgun. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I don't even care. Give me the opportunity. And then to be a land pirate and attacked by a bear and eating. There's no such thing as a land pirate. <laughs> yes, there is. He was a land pirate. <laughs> That's not what he was. He was a pioneer. He was a, pioneer. a land pirate. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, fuck you. Here's She's like, I, I am sticking with my gun. I reject your reality and insert my own. <laughs> Myth okay, Buster. <laughs> All right, Ray, what did you think of the movie? I hated it. 
All of it. I hated it. Emily was awesome. Emily was awesome. I mean, from beginning to end, it was a bit. Well, I can't say it was the best acting I've seen from him. Yeah, but no, it was by far like one of the best ones. Like, funny enough, my favorite of, movie from his was The Departed. The Departed was amazing because everybody just kills each other mm-hmm. at yes, one point. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I kill you, I kill you, I kill you, you kill me. It's, it's crazy. I kill you, you Blood kill Diamond, me. though. Have, have you seen We're Blood Diamond? A murder family. What? <laughs> <laughs> was that the movie with Nicholson and uh, the bulldozer? Which movie? Blood what? Diamond? No, Blood Diamond. I know, is, I haven't uh, seen Blood Diamond. in Africa. No, I know the enough. Blood Diamond, but I The Departed, was that the it's one, was movie. it Nicholson that ended up in a bulldozer? What? Uh, thanks. Mm, I know Jack no. Nicholson is in it, but I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. They, remember. Killed a, they killed somebody with a bulldozer. Was it that movie? It's possible. I can't uh, remember. I can't remember. It's, it's been a long time. I just know everybody kills each other. And the, the elevator doors open and it's like, oh, bam. Yes. yes. Okay, then it's the same one I'm thinking of. <laughs> But yeah, and the guy has got Marky Mark Wahlberg. That yes. one, yeah, that one. <laughs> that one. That it's got, one. And it's yeah. got Matt Damon too. Actually, yeah. There's a lot of people in that movie. Yeah, it was a, good, a lot of good actors in that one. But yeah, the bear scene that was so my favorite scene. Is that your pick scene. for next time? That or huh? Is that your pick for next time? No. <laughs> <laughs> that and the horse for some reason. When he goes into Man, the horse. The horse was so gross. Yeah, yes, that was so gross, but it was, was it was detailed and interesting. I was like, "What the what?" Yeah, it just made that part, that part just made me think of Star Wars. What was so Star was Wars? Chris's notes on that one. He goes, "Oh, look, they stole yeah, from Star, Star Wars." Wars. When Luke Skywalker <laughs> yeah. crawled into the carcass of the snow creature. Oh yeah, thingy? that's right, that's right, that's right. I think what I found interesting. It, did. it is a Star Wars. It was a whole, they cut, uh, Luke Skywalker cuts up in a tauntaun and sleeps yes. in the in, uh, uh, after the bottom of Hoth. Yes. God damn it, Hoth. Um, yeah, what I thought was interesting is because he's always in all those furs and all the you know all that stuff that makes him right? look so bulky, and then he strips down to nothing. You're like, holy shit, he's skinny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. it was. Like, you forget that he's been starving the whole time, so theoretically he should be skinny, but he doesn't ever look it because he's always so covered in everything. And I bet mm-hmm. he smelled fantastic. So. Oh, I... what is it with you and smells today? I don't know. Well, he was inside a horse, so I'm sure he did. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the whole, like, what, the, the, the taint song hey, earlier hey, hey, that hey. our listeners did not get to hear. No, 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 let's not go. Let's just not go there. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that next time you make tacos, though. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> Sorry, Lindsay. I'm She's th- just got tacos on the brain. She wanted tacos. I should release that part of the top of, of our conversation after the episode, after the ending <laughs> No, I don't think uh, I don't, I don't think the audience wants to listen, listen to that. We yeah, might no. have children who listen at some point, so maybe well, they don't need to know what it smells like. The parent to keep their children from listening to and or viewing inappropriate material. <sighs> I don't think the makers of Deadpool said we might have kids watching this. They yes, did. I just compared us. They, 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 they did. They did. They just. They did. They just didn't give a shit. Well, yeah. That's. I mean, that's what I meant. Oh my yeah, I'm sure they cared, but they still didn't care. <laughs> yeah. So, Chris, what did you think of the movie? <clears throat> Wonderful visually. The story was riveting. Already. I did not, I honestly did not think that Leonardo would be able to pull off a movie where he's not saying anything or doing anything and it's just literally lay, laying there. But the fact that he was able to act through that was freaking amazing. All right, so Lindsay. Comparing the book to this movie. <laughs> yes. What are your thoughts? Um, the problem is that I, having seen both of them, or read the one, seen the other, I see 
it's harder to reconcile the whole forgiveness thing, even mm-hmm. though they try and explain it away in the book, because there just simply is no revenge at the end. Like he, yeah, this whole thing drove him, and at the end, he's like, essentially, oh, okay, well, you know, this is what life is, and whatever, and to have gone through all of that shit to have no real resolution mm-hmm. felt stunted. I would imagine. I mean, even though in the movie itself, he didn't really take revenge in his old hands. Right. But he was like, God will do as it is. But at the same time, you're letting this guy go down the river to the people that are going to kill him. Yeah. So it's like, do you want the, you want the blood on so your hands? That, like, I'm not going to do it, but I'm not going to stop somebody else from doing it. Yeah. So here's, here's, here was my, one of the biggest things that I had trouble with in the movie, even on its own, the whole Indian tribe looking, the uh, tribal chief looking for his daughter, that wasn't in the book. And I also think, even if you take that away from that, uh, take away the idea that it wasn't in the book and you just take it in the movie, I don't see any point to that storyline whatsoever. The the only point to that storyline was the (laughs) fact that he saved her from being raped again. But, and then that was what saved him in the end from being killed by the Indians. But I think that's what she's saying is that whole take away of, the yeah, Indians. There's nothing. Po- there's no point of it. Take a, take them away, and they are not needed throughout the entire story. And there very are, much there, like Indiana Jones, that uh, which one? Did, uh, one of the Indiana Jones movies. If you take Indiana Jones out, the movie would still play out the exact same way. Yeah, yeah. It's just the whole. You know, the chief is looking for his daughter, um, and they. They they kill Tom Hardy at the end. Like what is? Isn't, isn't they weren't the going after him. They were going after the French fur traders. Mm-hmm. They were the ones that kidnapped the girl. They were the ones that were. That's what I was attacking asking. Her. Is, so why did they kill him? It's not like he's the one who took her. He had he had nothing to do with the French traders. So yeah. I have no yeah. idea why they did it. Yeah, that's that's the that was my main. Excuse me, that was my main issue. Is that story? That whole section of storyline was completely useless. Now in the in the books there are you know there are essentially two sets of Indian tribes want some that you know are they kept calling them the Re but it's like Akira I think or that, they, that's multiple names okay I looked them up they actually go by five different names oh my goodness yeah it's um the whole concept of the Re being are the ones that are going around like scalping people and whatever that's all throughout the book as well. But it's not, um, there's, I don't even remember if it was the Pawnee that saved him, but that, you know, they do come in and the, the, they don't play a major part in the story is what you're saying. Correct. Thank you. That's what I was trying to get. Well, I mean, did they even play a major part? I mean, were the Indians really even a major part of this whole sh- movie itself? Well, and that's, and that's my, that's my one criticism of the movie is for all of the, the only reason that they even work really is because of the concept of uh, Fitzgerald telling Bridger that they have to go. Um, when they leave him, the the Indians that are going to you know come through and kill everybody are actually there mm-hmm. um, in the book. So it's not this whole you know sure, lie to me that they weren't there and all that stuff. They actually were like coming up over the hill and then they took off. Mm-hmm. So they really did legitimately not just leave him to die naturally, but like die at the hand of the Indians and everything. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about the scene where he is not able to move. 
and he watches his son die. I mean, I know that this was one of the most powerful scenes for Chris himself watching this scene. And I myself was just like, oh, my God. As the mom of a son, it jacked me up. Oh, yeah. As the mom of of an only son, the thought of something (laughs) happening to my child. Because what... I've always had this issue with people that I really care about. I'll, like, randomly have these doomsday scenarios that'll just flash through my mind. Or I'll get, like, an image of myself at their funeral and, like, what would I do? And it's totally morbid and I don't understand it. I don't like it. But not being able to help or to do anything or to kill the person that is harming your child. Because my visceral gut reaction is if someone were to harm my child... I would kill them with my bare hands. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And I I can't fathom what that would be like not being able to do anything. I am very wolf pack in that regard. Where, fuck with my cubs and I will murder you barehanded. And I will dig into your entrails. So, the thought and the notion of somebody sitting there while... Your son is helpless and is being and is just dying, and you're sitting there and you can't do anything. That's fucking terrifying. Just yeah. period. I think that's like every parent's worst nightmare: mm-hmm. not being able to protect your children. <clears throat> well, it's not just not being able to protect your child; it's being present, not being watching it, See, and that not goes being able beyond to do my worst nightmare. Yeah. yeah, being there, watching it happen, and knowing that you can't physically do anything. And I think that right there was while I was watching the scene going, yep, this is this scene right here is probably one of the reasons why he got the Oscar that he did, because he you could physically see the hurt, the pain, the I mean, just all everything that I was feeling when I was watching this scene, thinking. I was like, I could see it in his eyes, and I was just like, my. And it was God. so much more effective than if it had been any kind of verbal exchange yes. or any any noise or sound or anything that he could have made. Just watching him and seeing his face and seeing that whole thing just play across his face, mm-hmm. it it made me ugly cry for for a minute. I actually was surprised I did not cry, but I. It was one of those things. I was on the verge of crying at that scene because it was just so powerful <laughs> to me. That was interesting. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be an asshole here and tell you Go guys for it. that I was completely detached from that entire scene. Worry? I was still in the mind. I know. So rude. I know. Well, you guys are, are all having like you, these visceral reactions. Are you, and are you human? human? Right? I don't know. Not today. I love well, you're, you're also probably... <laughs> but, I mean... You guys obviously know I don't have kids, and I think I do I, but I felt something, (laughs) and I'm not human. And and this is coming from somebody who has no emotion. Yeah, well, no, I do. I just no, I just it. I I don't know if it was just that I was distracted while I was watching it, or if it was because I was still like, why the hell does he have a kid in this movie? But I I could see that being the the whole the whole issue. Logical, Lindsay, probably. Yeah, you were probably like, probably the book doesn't have it. Did you read the book it. before or after you watched the movie? Before. That's okay. why. You always read the book. So at that point, well, not always. I'm, I'm you know should you've done it the always other way. read the book before. It should and would and have are two, three different things. So, and, and. Two different things. 
I don't know how to have. count today. That's true. <laughs> should, would, and have. That's so, true. So because Lindsay, Chris, not Lindsay. Lindsay, Chris, I have a new name. Yes. <laughs> a Lindsay? A Ray. A Risa. <laughs> so because Chris, Cece, and I had, had a very deep reaction to that because we have children. What if it had been a scene where maybe like his 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 dog was being attacked by a pack of wolves and he couldn't do anything to save his dog? Oh, she went there. (laughs) I know know how much you love Abby. That's true. And you don't have that touchstone that we do of a love for like our child. But imagine imagine. But if it happened to Abby for her walk and you not being able to save her from something that was killing her. I can I can see that. I just in this particular case I did not. Your your mind was probably still going with it wasn't in the book. It wasn't even in here. She she read it. She read the book. Wasn't in the book. Yeah, it's in the movie. She doesn't have a child. She's just not connected with it. That's what it is. She shouldn't even have a kid. Even then, and I'm sure she'll she'll agree. Even though it didn't connect with you, it's a powerful scene. Oh yeah, I'm not saying it's not. I just didn't connect emotionally with it. Yeah, it's like okay, so this is part of the story. Let's move on. Let's get going. Like. Because I, when I pulled it up and I saw that the damn thing was two and a half hours, I'm like, I'm glad I'm starting this at five o'clock. Like, because <laughs> if I had sat down to watch it at like eight and then been really uh, tired by the end of it, like I wouldn't have made it, it through a, through all of it. I, I actually saw this movie probably collectively two and a half times. <laughs> <laughs> because I started trying to watch it and the and um, the venue that I was watching it in had technical difficulties. And I couldn't finish the movie. So then I started watching it again, and I got a little bit past the part, and then technical difficulties happened again. So this then movie I was, was just cursed for you. Yeah, pretty much. Just like so then I was, I was able say, to see it. She's going through the same journey that he is <clears throat> yeah. along with him. Just so then I was it. able to watch the movie. So then my parents come up, and mom's you like, You are the Revenant. But then my mother says, We went to see the Revenant, and the theater got evacuated right after he got attacked what? by the bear. <gasps> so I'm like, oh, no problem. I got you. We'll watch it. So we started watching it, and about 30 minutes after the bear attack, or whenever he's swabbing down the river, it's technical difficulties, and it stops again. <laughs> so this movie for me was like, that's so, uh, that's so weird. I just want to watch the damn movie. My whole family. This movie How is cursed for my watch whole it? family. <laughs> I you... was able to finally like piece together the pieces that I saw. Sure. <laughs> So there's a piece somewhere that's probably out of order or not making sure sense there, right now. I'm sure there is because I tried to rewatch it again and I wasn't able to rewatch it again because I had technical difficulties once again. Oh, what, what the hell? hell? Oh, time out, time out. Wait. What the hell kind of technical difficulties are you having? I would rather not discuss it in a public forum. <laughs> oh, God. Never mind. Okay. So there's... Okay. Okay. Cl- Just let clean it go. edit. But I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> okay, 55-minute cut. Um, I cut. let you urge you. <laughs> no, I appreciate right. it. End scene. Now go on. <laughs> and right. go. All right. So it, it was very difficult, but I was able to finally piece together the whole movie. I did actually watch the movie in its entirety. Gotcha. But it was just almost this comedy of errors trying to get. The movie watched, and then to find out that my mom and dad had the same experience where they got completely evacuated, I'm like, well, it's probably a message from God that I just shouldn't watch this movie. <laughs> so now why did they get evacuated from the movie theater? I'm curious. Yeah, I, for real. I don't know if the there was a problem with the film. 
I think there was just a problem with the film. It was nothing catastrophic or anything. The bear came to life and started attacking people. <laughs> 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 well, it's just like that Twister movie where they're actually in the drive-thru movie and the Twister goes through it. <laughs> Wait, what? Did yeah. that happen in real life? Yeah, it did. What? So now I kind of wish that this movie was still in the theater because if it was, we could all dress up in bear costumes <gasps> and when the bear attack happens, just come running from the back going, Wrong bear! <laughs> we would get shot so fucking fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, I got my CCW. Speaking of getting shot for some reason, and I wish I could remember what the hell the reason was, I actually put, Fitz is the reason we need new gun laws. <laughs> At the sake of getting hate mail about the whole Second Amendment bullshit, <laughs> I put Fitz is the reason we need new gun laws. Actually, Fitz is the argument to the people that say these laws were written when we had muskets, because look what he did back then. <laughs> it was also at the same time we people were watching... People I caught Chris a few times scrolling through you know, Facebook and everything like that, and I think he ended up watching a gun control thing about, and the guy was... Running around with a musket. So that oh, could yeah, be yeah. why you kind of said it. No, no, no. I watched that. No. Because during the movie, I actually did not go into Facebook. Ha ha. I went <laughs> into other websites about the, the Indian tribe. So I was looking up information about the Indian tribe to figure out who they were. Because I was like, who the hell are the Ree? Because I've never heard of the Ree. Right. But then I looked it up. And then I saw that's where I found out that they actually go through different names. Right. And that there were different regions, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I also was looking because I wanted to see what... Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway, I was also looking because I wanted to know what the uh, the bird spirit meant. Because she got shot in the chest and out of her chest came right. a bird. Now, I understand it's a dream and everything. However, there is some symbolism to that. And the problem right. is, is that I could not find it. So I was looking for it online to see if I could find any resemblance to birds. However, with all the Indian tribes that were in the United States at that time... They are 10,000 different bird lures, right. and I could not find the one that pertained to that particular thing. So I know the bird means something. I just don't know what. It was mugging I'm assuming and thugging. That, what? It was mugging and thugging, and they were going back to report to Odin. Oh, God. What? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Carry on. <laughs> Carry on my way, son. Sorry. It's been one of those mornings. It has been. Um, but yeah, no, I just wanted to see what the, what the bird had significance in. Right. I also looked up different uh, details about the movie, which is why I know that the movie was only filmed in natural light yeah. and they had only several hours to film and that it was very rough. And part of the reasons why, um, Leonardo talks about the whole, you know, he wants to, uh, bring awareness to climate change with this movie. At first I thought the movie had to do with climate change, but at that time period, nobody fucking knew. Right. No, it's the fact that. They have to go to like seven or eight different locations just to be able to have snow. Yeah. Like they would go to places that are supposedly and normally covered in snow and should have honestly been easy for them to be filming in snow, but there was not enough snow or the snow would go away because, you know, that's where the whole climate change and all that thing that he's trying to bring awareness to about, you know, what happened with this movie. It's just that they have to shoot in like seven different locations. I was also trying to sort out exactly which, what state this was all supposed to be happening in. Um, and I think because I don't think they ever clearly said this is, you know... Vancouver. Everything was, is in Vancouver. It's along the Missouri River. That's pretty much all I got, but yeah. that I'm doesn't tell sure us much. The, it's supposed to be in the, set in the Dakotas and that whole vicinity. <clears throat> That's what I was assuming, but I just kind of wanted to try to make sure. I never actually got an answer to that, though. 
Um, but it did state they filmed different parts, some in, in Canada, some in the Dakotas, some in other right. places, just because there was issues with snow. Here we go. This is what I found at atlasofwonders.com. <clears throat> at first, The Revenant was only to be filmed in an extensive area near Calgary in Alberta, Canada, plus a scene shot in the neighboring state of Montana in the USA. But due to lack of snow, the production had to move to the southern tip of South America in Argentina. Yep. Interesting. Right. So they flew all over creation for that. No, they flew. They, they filmed in like seven locations in the U.S. alone. Well, one of the comments that I read was that, you know, the critics, there's always going to be critics on these movies and everything. They're like the bears. They were seen. Or when the bears were there and they were out and about, it was the wrong time. But when I'm watching this movie, I'm like, this is right at the beginning of winter i'm thinking would the bears actually be out at that time because there was no snow here's the thing when they started out it wasn't really the beginning of winter Mm -hmm. what they're what you don't really necessarily see is that this movie is theoretically taking place over like a six month period okay so they've made it look like it's all within like maybe a month of itself yeah but it's really it's over like this big, long expanse of time, which would make more sense because I'm like, how can how how can a man physically recover from that much of an attack yeah. that quickly? There is no way. No, they, even they, being that strong willed, there is no physical yeah. way. And they they tend to explain that away a little bit in the book, and they talk about how far he crawled in a day versus mm-hmm. how far the people are able to walk. Like the guys he was trying to catch up with mm-hmm. and that whole thing. So they kind of explain out the different timetables. But they, it's definitely taking place over like a six-month period and not just... So seeing the bear was probably right before hibernation right. and stuff like that. Where yeah. bears are still aggressive. And yeah. especially with the mama bear mm-hmm. and everything. So it's not too far off. Because yep, that was one of the things I read. I'm like, but there wasn't no snow. But... A few scenes later, he's covered in yeah. snow. But also by then, too, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm see- if I'm thinking the scene right, they've already gone very far carrying him. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, they were going towards the mountains. Yeah, they were. So they to me, to as they're progressively going towards the mountains, it kind of made <laughs> sense. So that bear comment just threw me off. I'm like, I don't understand why they're making a comment about this bear. Yeah, it's just that... There's more time passing than, than they're letting on. Mm-hmm. I'd like to take this moment, now that we've all kind of covered what we've done, then I'm sorry to, to steer this in this direction, but I'm laughing right now internally, okay. and I want to share this. <clears throat> to take a movie and look at the Amazon Movie Reviews! <laughs> but not the good ones, because those are very good, and unfortunately, these people thought it out. Like, there's yeah. one... Well, read one of them. One... Just let's see. Pick Jesus one. Christ. Is well, read one, of, read one of the shorter ones. How's that sound? There is none. That's the problem. Is there really? Right. Holy crap! Oh, nah, I know our it. listeners no. can't see them, yeah. but one particular person uh, by the name of Archmaker. This is a remarkable, extraordinary film. It raises the filmmaking to an art uh, to a different level. The direction, cinematography, editing, and sound are exceptional. From the astonishing opening sequence and throughout, Inarato's direction is fluid, surprising, and alternately grand and ult- intimate. Much has been made of the cinematography using only natural light, and roughly so. Oh, rightly so. Uh, it is stunningly beautiful, and the harsh majesty of the wintertime Pacific Northwest has never been captured like this. He goes on and on for another five paragraphs. Good 
it, they're very well written paragraphs. I'm sure but all are. of these people that have excellent reviews um, are are going on winded. Right. <laughs> I mean, not in a bad way, but they're going on. For example, I mean, right now we are at an hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we've actually covered an hour, and you know, this is it's been an easy hour to cover because it's that great of a movie. There's much to talk about. <clears throat> but I did want to talk about the one star ratings because those are kind of funny. Oh, <laughs> yeah, funny. please let's let's hear from <laughs> those. Tim Carpenter says, "Waste of time unless you're a fan of hours of grunting." So clearly, he doesn't <laughs> like porn. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe he is talking about porn. Hold on, look. Bear scene was the only good part. (laughs) So maybe he is talking about porn. That kind of porn. The rest of the movie was just the main character grunting and crawling. Hollywood took way too much artistic liberty with this true story. In real life, he just wanted his gun back. (laughs) You know what, though? He's not wrong. He's not wrong, but I mean, yeah, no, even that, in that, that true was, life account, there was a very the gun that Fitzgerald took was like this very specialty, a very specially made gun from like the Germany gun was and, his son. I am my rifle. My rifle <laughs> yeah. is mine. There are others, but there's no. This like is my mine. rifle. This is my gun. This is for fighting. This, this is, is for, for fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> ah, another <laughs> by Amazon customer disappointed. I'm sorry, but the acting in this movie was not Academy Award winning. <laughs> With the exception of the last scene. I mean, I won the award, so suck it. Leo's interactions with his son in the movie was pathetic. It's an okay popcorn movie for casual viewing on a cold night if you have nothing else to do. I'm sorry, but I can think of several things to do on a cold night that are way better than just sitting around watching a freaking movie. Now, this movie, I mean, I still watch this movie, but yeah. Uh, Gordon Smith, Dumb, Dumb, Dumb. Really dumb movie. (laughs) Next review, Dumb, Dumb, Dumb. (laughs) Poor script, boring... And what belabored belabored plot, unrealistic dialogue using curse words that wouldn't have been in use in that era. That actually, I'll I'll get with him on that one because for them to say fuck back then seems like it's out of place. <clears throat> there was based on the history of fuck. I I'm I'm actually thinking it would be possible, but maybe I'm not, not as not, much. But I don't think it was as prevalent. a run of the mill or something. Yeah, yeah. an everyday. Yeah. Cuss word. And it just rolled off so smooth and everything. Yeah, it just that was, felt like... I did, that or used as often. for me. Yeah, because I did, I did kind of make a note of myself, too. I was like, that's a lot of cursing. Yeah. I mean, I know it's, you know, back then and everything. But still, even then, I don't think there was a lot of cursing. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> From the same review. Cinematography was very good. However, what acting... Wrestling with an 800-pound animated ice bear. <laughs> and then underneath it, it's really funny. It says, one person found this helpful. <laughs> one person found it helpful. <clears throat> From Ashed. Boring. Maybe this movie's too sophisticated for me. Clearly it was. Um, but I was bored to tears watching this. Definitely unhappy, wasting two and a half hours of my life sitting through it. Everyone said it was so good. Maybe it's me. It is you. I'm here to tell you, Ash. It's you. Well, maybe he and his sophisticated palate should watch Blade Runner. (laughs) You want to know how much you want to bet that he'll be like, I love that movie. Fuck you. Probably. It'd be nice if we could like look into people's profiles and see what other. Yeah. 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 See what other. You could click their name and see what else they've reviewed. Oh, jeez. DA. (laughs) Quote. Dances with wool without wolves. <laughs> good acting by almost everyone, but goodness, this was boring. Probably I would get lots of down votes for saying anything negative. It just seemed like a whole lot of nothing with some things that didn't make sense. 
the whole revenge thing drove the movie, but really, that bad guy who did the bad thing is one of the more relatable characters. <laughs> what the fuck? Because what he did was so bad, it made sense at the time, and the rest of the movie, the other guy is mad at him. Uh, perhaps I need I mean, something less sophisticated to watch. And he did, or she did, write sophisticated. That's awesome. Uh, and I think that that, so glass- that cuts it for our Amazon review section. Glass- <laughs> so when as you're reading that view, as you're reading that re- those reviews, the only thing I could think is Glass is like the American pioneer version of the kid on the BMX. I want my two dollars. Two dollars. <laughs> I have no idea what you're referencing. Uh, uh, Don Cusack movie. Which one is I it? I don't remember it. I don't, I don't either. <laughs> it's no not idea. one crazy summer. You could just pretend. Better off dead. Like, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was better off dead. <laughs> what? Better off dead. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that part. I think it was better off dead. Oh, no, it's been I don't know. It's been a long time since I saw it. Because now it's going to bug me. Oh, by the way, the place where they filmed in Argentina is Tierra del Fuego. I really like that name. Tierra del Fuego. Land of Fire. Yep, better off. They also filmed in Mexico and Arizona and two sound stages. But yeah, it was better off dead. The paper boy on the BMX. Who chases him? Oh, my $2. <clears throat> I very vaguely remember that. So this movie got really good reviews. Obviously. Obviously. I mean, it was just amazing. I, I mean, loved it. It's safe to say the five of us give it thumbs up. Or yeah. Whatever I'll say. We, we I should am... come up with like a thumbs up type of concept. Ooh, we should. Well, IBM. <laughs> we don't give it a Or IMBD gave it oh. an 8 point wine. Metacritic gave it a 70. Eight point wine. I need some wine up here. I like that one. That's me. Eight Eight point point wine. wine. That's what we should rate it as. We drank this much wine today. We give it two and a half corks. (laughs) (laughs) If we had a wine review podcast, that would be perfect. That would be. Oh my god, we so so should do that. Our next wine and swine. Did I say that right or did I? Wine and swine. I did. I didn't sound like. Had a cute little accent. I know. Swine. Wine and swine. (laughs) I'm excited for a second. (laughs) For those listening, we tend to have a wine and swine party once a year. Oh, we have this. Well, last year turned into our wedding. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which included no swine because they were being incredibly thoughtful to my potential personal situation, which didn't happen. (laughs) So this year, the baconalia is on. Yes, wine and swine of 2016. Woohoo! All right, so let me try this again. IMBD gave it an 8.1. Metacritic gave it a 76%. Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 82%. I mean, I give it a thumbs up on this movie. Y'all? All All right, so one out of five, what do you give it? One out of five. (laughs) 3.75. You just want to be a bitch. She's smiling. She's like, yep. Um, it's like you know me or something. <laughs> I guess like a four. I'll give it a five. I'll give it a 4.5. Yeah, I, it's, I liked it, but I wasn't like over the moon about well, it. Well, I give it a 4.5 because there were times where it was just like, there was nothing going on but just admiring the, the scenery. Right. And I mean, mm-hmm. I love the scenery, but in terms of a movie, I can see where people could get like lost in those moments and just kind of tone out. Um, but if you're captured just by the scenery and the beautiful of it, you, you know, it, it's a great thing, but I give Take it a five. 
I gave it a five because of the bad guy that did that bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was really bad. I reset my really rating. Bad. I give it a three point one four five. Damn, what the... Pie. Pie. She wants wants a pie. She wants to give it a pie. I give it a pie. Is it because he hasn't eaten and you think he'd like a pie? That could be our rating thing. Pie? Pie. We give it this many pies. We all like Supernatural. Pie. Pudding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, if you guys could just tell that reaction. Every time somebody says pudding, I think about this really horrible book I once read. And it it referenced a quivering mound of love pudding. <laughs> Where my brain goes, no surprise. All right. So, thank you for joining us here at Control C and our review of Revenant. Remember to join us every week for an episode. Roll with it, roll with it, go, go, go. (laughs) Subscribe and rate us on iTunes and SoundCloud. And remember, for this and other shows, join us at geekncast.com. And follow us on Twitter at geekncast. Thank you to our cast, Teresa. Adios. Lindsay. Muchacho. (laughs) Ray. Mr. Lego. Chris. Nachos. (laughs) And I'm Kristen. Thanks for joining us. See you guys later. Bye. Adios. (laughs) Me too.